This podcast, y'all, is going to get real bluesy. This is Fish Heads and Red Gravy. Welcome. This is the podcast where we explore all things occult, metaphysical, culturally relevant, and indigenously spiritual. With this podcast, I hope, as always, to examine the ways in which marginalized people create a world of beauty out of colonized trauma. And our main chord, our opening chord, the chord that begins everything for us today, is going to be the Ten of Swords. The Ten of Swords, and I am using still my Neo Tarot deck. Right now, it is the deck that has been calling to me. So that, you know, I always like to let you know the card, the deck that I'm using. So that you, you know, if you are so inclined to go out and purchase that. This one is by Jericho Mandiber. And so this card is the card that resonated with the highest vibration. Um, it's not, I don't always start with the middle card, but... I usually start with the card that really sends off the 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 highest um, element of energy, and this was the one that that did it for me. The Ten of Swords. And the Ten of Swords, the meaning by Jericho as Jericho Mandibur sees it, is the Ten of Swords is a silver lining, is that it can't get any worse. Is what it's saying. You're at a low point, completely defeated by forces you probably didn't see coming, but trusting that the sun will rise again and that you'll get up and carry on. You're thinking of transforming your misfortune into a spiritual lesson of higher order. The ego is, has died, right, in this. And in this particular card, the person is laying flat, right, you know, suspended, sort of one part of their body is on a rectangular um, prism their other part of their body their feet is is um you know sort of um flipped over and they're on the top of a stair staircase and the mid part of their body or the lower section of their body is just suspended kind of suspended in air between the two shapes and they have the swords you know going down from the ear all the way down to the soles of the feet in its reversal or its shadow side, however you like to read it, it states that while it's impossible to take away your hurt or right the wrongs that have been imposed on you, relief from suffering is very much possible. And in this card for the next week, I want us to think really seriously about of the pain that we put ourselves in and how we sort of gravitate towards people who are who live painful lives, right? Who love to be in exist in the midst of trauma. You know, those individuals where you have advice for them and they don't want to hear it. You know, they come up with extra excuses on why your advice wouldn't serve them, wouldn't work. The themes of this card are betrayal, martyrdom, crisis, transcending the ego. Right. So all of these ideas about um, being egotistical, me, me, me. Why is this happening to me? You know, um, a lot of times we, we, we might find that we're that person, but there are cases, you know, a large majority of cases where we're dealing with other individuals who bring their drama to us, whether it's a family member, whether it's a spouse, you know, a lover, you know, a child, you know, a coworker, you know, we're caught up. You know, and sometimes, you know, people bring their, it could be bosses, right? Higher ups bring their drama to work and then they take it out on everybody else. Children do it, take it out on everybody else in the classroom, 
you know, um, or everybody else that they're associated with, you know, we may do it within our, our work space, you know, take it out on coworkers. So this card is particularly about that, um, you know, feeling like your life or your station, you know, is at the lowest rung it could ever be. And I don't see a way out of it. I'm enjoying it. Sometimes for some people, I need company. I need you to feel just as bad as I feel. Why, how do you, why do you get to walk around happy? You know what I'm saying? How do you get to walk around balanced? And I'm not, you know, so those are the themes of this card. Um, a lot of things that I like to think about for myself, and this, this is the prescription that I'm giving for this reading overall, is go and invest some time and listen to the blues, right? Go and try and, and soak up some blues. I think that for myself, listening to newer artists, but also the mainstay for me, um, you know, Bobby Bland, right? Coco Taylor, B.B. King, you know, listening to some blues. Some people feel like, well, the blues really doesn't have a place in where I am. You know, I don't like the blues. The blues is too, you know, sappy. You know, it's just all is, you know, pain. But what is important about the blues? I saw a documentary a while back where, you know, these white guys were trying to talk about how they were, you know, overhauling the blues, making it much more, um, you know, happy. But the blues isn't supposed to be that, you know, the blues is supposed to be sadness. It's supposed to be despair. We're supposed to laugh and we're supposed to cry with it. And we're supposed to walk away with the lesson. You know, it's like those Aesop tales, right? Those fables. You're supposed to walk away with the lesson. You know, what is the proverb teaching you? The African proverb says everybody loves a fool, but nobody wants one for a child, right? And that's the way we look at and we examine our blues, you know, and at the start of this, the, the at the start of the show of the podcast i was playing gary bb coleman the sky is crying right different artists do that song the sky is crying and you can look up the sky is crying and listen to the different ways that different other artists interpret that one song um and so you know i think that when we when we examine what is being said in the blues and go and do that examine some of those songs examine this song you know the sky is crying by the different artists and get a sense or a feeling about what they're experiencing as that song is playing you know and that'll help us understand how to better deal with our own blues right and how to help other people deal with the situations that they're in sometimes when i do feel blue i'll listen to some you know, B.B. King or some Bobby Bland, you know, and it'll sort of help me ease through my mood because I can sort of see the, the light, right? I can see the humor in it. I can also understand that you're blue today or blue at this moment, but tomorrow you won't be. You know what I'm saying? That there is a, a down the line point where this becomes a learning lesson for somebody else and you're not still living and existing in this pain, in this particular pain. So those ten of swords reminds us that, you know, it's to hold it in and to clutch it and to say it's mine, it's my pain, I want it, you know, and not to try and have some release. You know, you're setting yourself up, you're being real egotistical and you're for a long range, you know, series of painful events in your life, you know, because, you know, from that pain and not releasing it, you, you, you harbor resentment. Right. And you force other people to start to look at you in a certain light, you know, and whether it's I don't want to be around you, whether it's, you know, you're just a gloomy 
person, you know, stay over there, you know, telling other people about you. You're somebody who don't know how to, you know, manage their life or manage their um, emotions, you know, things like that. You have you start to create a, a sort of a character analysis of yourself that you may not be feeling, you know, is is really um, in support of what you are, or the person that you're trying to to uh, exude to the world. So that one stood out the most, right? And that's that prescription to examine the blues. Start with The Sky is Crying by Gary B.B. Coleman and then look at other artists, you know, who sing that that particular song and get a feel for what they're feeling as it starts off. You know, what is that tone? What is what is it saying to you? You know, you know, what is that guitar saying? You know, how is it saying it? You know, how does it how does it make you feel? And then think about some of the ways you internalize your pain, you know, what type of vibrations it it sends out to other people, right? Um, The next card is the Three of Pentacles, and we've seen this one before. And this one, uh, according to Jericho Mandibur, is you're making a great progress, and the work you're doing now is done with commitment and integrity. It will feed your soul. Some themes around that are recognition, collaboration, capability, common goals, feeling like you got it. But this card was in a shadow position. So the reverse or that shadow side is about mediocrity, right? Rushing through things, trying to get things done, feeling like you see the end, right? And you're rushing towards the end, but you're not putting as much um, effort into it as you did at the beginning, Right. And so by not putting as much effort into it, you sort of fall flat. You know what I'm saying? It's like my husband was saying we were talking this morning. He was talking about we were examining or listening to some songs some music from Lovecraft County. And and one of the things he was saying is that it dropped, the you know, they dropped the ball. It fell flat to him. Right. Um, And he has this this um, perception that HBO, you know, they they do that a lot with the with the closing segments, whether it's the ending of a whole, you know, series or the ending of a season. It's a flat fall. okay, And so in our lives, you know, we don't want to have this burst of energy, this zeal for for getting things done. And then when it's almost to the end, we just sort of, you know, hurry it up. You know, it's kind of like if you're cleaning up your room and you did all this work, you dusted everything and everything, your sheets are nice and neat, everything is good. And then you, you see some trash over in the corner, you just, you know, push it up under the rug. What? No, don't do that. You know, that same zeal that you had to start off the project, right? To wash everything, make everything smell fresh, to dust everything, you know, to, to sage the room or if you're using Palo Santo, you know, whatever. Use that same zeal to finish it to completion, to see it all the way through. All right. And she says that if you feel exhausted, uninspired, or as if you or the people around you are not giving something your all, consider whether the obstacles are worth it. All right. There's always another approach you can take. Sometimes it's about stepping back. All right. Okay. I've done enough for today. I'm starting to feel like I'm getting to a point where I'm just rushing it, saying anything. If you're writing something, you're working on music, uh, whatever it might be, you know, athletics, whatever. Okay, training for a marathon, you know, um, take a break, you know, and then go back to it. You know, my daughter, my oldest daughter was telling me she's in Havana studying medicine in Havana, Cuba. And she was saying that she was training for a marathon there. And some days, you know, um, she wasn't really up to, you know, just really pushing through. So she knew that on those days, instead of, you know, half-assing at it and hurting yourself, just take a break. You know, go inside, maybe do some meditation or, you know, some some sort of, you know, um, not so 
heavy type movements, you know, just sort of, you know, light or have a light day, you know. So and sometimes that's that might be what you need to do, you know, step back, have a light day, then go back to it when you st- when you feel that burst, you know, that zeal coming back to you. So that's what she's saying there. And in that reversal, just be mindful of that. Be mindful that sometimes <clears throat> that earlier card where we're talking about the Ten of Swords, you might have those individuals who are weighing on you, their situations, their problems. And then it makes you feel like, OK, I just want to hurry up and get from around this person. So let me just rush and do this, you know, any kind of way. You know what I'm saying? And that's not you. That's not who you are is what it's saying so you're not that person you want to take a step back maybe go and add some time to examine those blues again you know get a laugh a chuckle and then move back i guarantee you you have some laughs and chuckles you know you think the blues is one way right because it's say blues you know it's gonna meant to be just full of pain and angst but you start listening to it and you start you know giggling at at some of the scenarios in it and that's what they want you to do they want you to make folly of of this thing that's called life because that's how we get through it not by just constantly having this high anxiety, we have to be able to step back and laugh sometimes at some of the mistakes we make. And then finally, the page of wands, right? The page of, oh, I didn't, I didn't even talk about what that card looked like. Well, we talked about it before the three of pentacles. You have the three individuals and they're working together. They look like they're having a happy time. They're grounded in what they, what they're supposed to do. But like we were talking about earlier with that reversal, it's that rush to get it done. You know, that rush, that rush. I can see the end. I can see the end. Let's just hurry up and do it. You know, so that's how it is. Now we're moving to the page of wands. The page of wands is in its right side up. And it and she says that representing a person or energy that's creative, eager and rebellious. The page of wands says no matter what it is, go for it. You'll be pleasantly surprised by the news. You fever for life. Everything comes back to you. You have that balance. So remember, we were just talking about being in that reversal, that mediocrity, that needing to hurry up and get it done because I'm almost at the end or I'm tired of listening to this person whine or, I, you know, I'm, I'm feeling, you know, sorry for myself. And so let me just do anything, you know, kind of kind of attitude. Well, with this, with the page of wands, because we're talking about the page, you know, this individual who's always constantly bringing messages back and forth, usually somebody who's young and virile, you know. So we're talking about this type of individual and this individual has this fire, you know, this wine, this fire to keep it going. I'm going to move and this is going to get done to the best of my ability because I want everybody to know, you know, that I am more than capable. You know what I'm saying? I am highly capable. And so um, this card talks about enthusiasm, a willingness, excited, wild eye you know, kind of like a child, right? This wild-eyed enthusiasm, you know, this these dreams that are floating through their head. I can be anything, you know, that I want to be, right? You ask a kid, you know, who's very young, maybe three or four, they'll they'll scream out anything. I want to be a spider. I want to be, you know, a, a fairy, a princess, you know, because there's this enthusiasm that nothing is out of the realm of, of my becoming, right? It's not like when you're older, if you have somebody who's, you know, at fifth grade and they're talking about they want to be a spider, then you're like looking at this kid wanting to see do they need to be evaluated, right? Something's wrong with you, you know, but when you're young, you don't see boundaries. And so that's what this page of wands is about. There are no boundaries to what I can do, right? I'm willing to do it and get it done. So we start off with that sort of, why me? You know, and, and people get tired of that. You know, I was talking about this with with uh, a sister and we were talking about how when you when you have a baby 
you know, the baby's new in the house and um, maybe a few days old, the baby starts to cry, the whole house run to see what's going on with the baby. Everybody needs to know, you know, what does the baby need? Does the baby need mama? Does mama need to breastfeed the baby? Does, is the baby wet? You know, everybody comes to the, to the rescue of the baby. Well, you know, as the child gets older and older and older, you get less people running to the rescue until you reach a point where people are like, get a Band-Aid, shut up. I don't want to hear that. You're too old for that. You know, and they don't want to deal with your drama, so to speak. Your tears don't mean anything, you know, to them. It's just noise, right, on the ear, right? As, you know, not from when you're a young baby, it's music almost to the parents' ears. My baby's fine. They want to know that the baby's okay. Some people will go into the baby's bed and start, you know, poking and prodding the baby to make sure the baby's breathing. You know, they need to hear that noise or see that or hear that coo, you know, but the older you get, the less people that are, are willing to, um, you know, hear your tears or your cries for help, right? They want you to get a Band-Aid and shut up. Okay, but, you know, as we move with these cards, I want us to think about, you know, understanding. I'm not saying that you can't have, you know, bad moments. You can't have emotional outbursts, pain, but let's learn how to deal with it, you know, with our pain. Right. How to get help for it. You know, how not to be like we have to own it like everything else, like a pair of shoes, you know, or a dress. Right. You know, we have to own it. It's mine and I want to keep it. No, you shouldn't want to keep things that, you know, don't allow you to be the best you that you can be. So go off and, and, and examine some of that music. That's my that's my prescription for this week. Sit and listen to the blues. Turn off the lights and just listen and have a laugh. Until next time, this is Ia Mawia, and I love you. I love you all.